Oh, here we go again. Hey, everybody. Here we are again. And and you, you thought last episode was special? This episode, this episode is special. This episode has no Dan at all. It's just me and our temporary pseudo, maybe permanent, who knows, co-host, guest host, Sam. How's it going, Sam? Hey, it's going great, Corey. It's going great. Thanks again for having me on the show. And uh, I guess we're going to go over some daddy issues and stuff like that today. And I'm really looking forward to it. So uh, that's right. That's right. Our daddy issue today. Funny you should say that. Good segue. Why, why, why bother spouting off about anything else? We're just going to go right into it. Our, our daddy issue is a, a hitting, a throwing, a just generally violent child. And the techniques that, uh, that we might be able to, to give you for dealing with that. And I, I, once again, this is one that has hit home with me uh, personally really hard here lately. And it's the main reason that we're talking about it today. Jackson is just swinging those arms whenever he gets in a bad mood. And when we tell him no, he will smile and giggle as if it's just all a joke. And sometimes it hurts. <laughs> uh, the other day, I was doing something where I bent down. Uh, to grab a toy for him or something, something of that sort. And he tried to hit me in the head with a big truck. He, oh, wow. he brought it over and, and like over his head and was, and threw it down. And, and I just barely rose up to miss it. And, and that was scary. Uh, I don't want him to be some sort of psycho that's, that's out to kill me. So I'm, I, I need to do what I can to, to prevent that behavior at, you know, nip it right in the bud. And since you are our super special uh, guest host. I'm going to let you go ahead and tell us what you've experienced along those lines. You know, have your daughters uh, tried to kill you in the past? Oh, it's, man, it's funny you should mention that. But uh, yeah, uh, you're really lucky that it wasn't one of those 1980s, like all steel or all aluminum, like Tommy yeah, truck. But like the ones you that know, we little- had. Yeah, exactly. You know, the, the kind that you could, you know, chisel out of um, out of Alcatraz with, you know, through the concrete, you know, all you got to do is just bend a fender this way or something or chip the paint over here. You know, there might even be some lead in there you can, you know, do something with. I don't know. It's, uh, it's a surprising yeah, amount these days. Exactly. Exactly. It makes you feel bad for people living in Michigan. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's terrible. But um, um, yeah, so my experience with the violence in um, encountering that with any uh, any problems with my children, it's it's been relatively small, and I feel I feel kind of blessed if you know you were you want to call it that. I, I feel pretty lucky that we haven't had a whole lot of violent outbursts in our family. We haven't had a lot of violent outbursts between the siblings. So you know, it's kind of um, they they definitely do have a healthy rivalry, and you know and that 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 shows in um, their day to day things like you know stop touching me or no that's mine or I want to sit here no you sat there last time or I want to sit I want to sit next to dad or I want to you know I want to have this cup or this plate or something you know everything is a is an ownership battle you know it's territory or like a pecking order you know with them. And, uh, and that's something that, you know, in a, in a multi-child household, you're going to encounter a little bit more, you know, 
and it, it's good feedback for them and it helps develop i think some kind of uh you know social skills and a little bit of a structure you know because they have somebody that they can bicker with somebody that they can you know have good times with and bad times with but i'm getting off topic and we're going back to you know the uh, the violence and the hitting thing that oh, um, tangent we would never do that on this show yeah oh no i know i know you know in days past you know it was no big deal to you know uh, hit the kid with a horse or something, or you know, or make him sleep in a box. <laughs> yeah, or I would have taken the yardstick to them, you know, or you, you you get the sweet sting of a switch to your back of your meaty thighs. Oh, those were the days. Uh, yeah, you can't. Yeah, things are a little more, uh, more difficult now. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's um, you know, that kind of behavior is frowned upon these days. So we've had to come up with some alternate methods. You know, we've had to come up with some better ways to connect to our children or connect to the little ones in our household. So, you know, to figure out, you know, what's figure out what's the problem here. You know, why, you know, do you think it's OK or why are you lashing out, you know, against somebody else, whether it be a pet, a sibling or, you know, in some cases, even the parent or step parents, you know. And that's something that, uh, you know, is really never present now, you know, because I mean, some of that stuff left unchecked, it turns into, you know, what we see on the news, unfortunately. And it's it's becoming, you know, it's not becoming a problem. It's been a problem for a while. School shootings. How do we stop that? And where does it start in the home as far as like the parents and the guardians? You know, how do you reach how do you reach out to your kill uh, to your children to, to keep them from? you know, behaving and lashing out in ways like this that can be destructive to not only themselves, you know, but many other people around them. And I think it's really important to, you know, set boundaries and, you know, uh, for behavior, for what's, you know, for lack of better terms, what's tolerated and what's not, you know, and that varies from household to household, you know, I understand that. But as far as, you know, basic core values, you know, hitting and violence, spitting or lashing out, cutting, stabbing, biting, things like that, you know, is generally mm-hmm. frowned cutting upon in normal stabbing. society. Yeah. Uh, but it, it, when you have six-year-olds bringing guns to school and shooting at students and other teachers, you know, or like some of the other things that are in the news uh, these days. I was just you picturing know, your daughters like stabbing you or something. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm really glad that that doesn't happen in my house. <laughs> I've had to break up a few fights, and it was usually over something like a stuffed animal, a marker, maybe even a cookie. So I think I'm, that's relatively normal to encounter things like that. But none of them pulled out a here. shank and like stuck it yeah, in no. you. No. Okay. No. Good to know. Good to know. Okay, so <laughs> you took that way broader and and you know more. I don't know a better way to put it. Uh, sophisticated than than I was going to go. I was way more micro than than that. And you were like this way macro, just giving a, a an actual message out to people and how it you know will lead to 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 worse things. I'm over here just like my kid hits me in the face and it hurts and I want him to stop. It's like, well, I guess, I guess daddy should uh, do some boxing drills, learn how to move father, move faster. Yeah, you got to slip. You got to dodge. You got to work on that footwork. <laughs> At that age, it is, it is. I mean, I hate to put it this way, but basically it is on me. Pretty much all of it is on me. You know, if he's, if he swings that right hand, I got to lean back, you know, it's, it's, it's on me to move out of the way until I learn him, until I learn him, until I teach him better. You know, I just got to avoid it like Muhammad Ali. (laughs) With that in mind, I just wanted to skip ahead for my notes for last time because that's not what we were talking about. With that in mind, I do have a couple things written down as far as a violent, for lack of a better term, baby or child or what have you. I think these will apply to up to a certain age, maybe up to 18 for all I know. 
since my child's young, I don't really have to apply these to anybody else. But is the child hungry? Is the child tired? Is the child overstimulated? Those I know for up to at least a certain point, those are big deals with children, maybe up to, I don't know, eight. I'm going to estimate that. Like, I think at least up to eight years old, probably you're going to have issues if the tired, if the child is tired, hungry, or overstimulated. And if you could fix those things, then that's going to, that's going to change whatever right and left bows they're throwing at you and, and calm them down. So, so when your kids get angry, huh? So yeah, they, they tend to get angry uh, for yeah, no reason at all. Sometimes right. just like, it Boy. seems like they're, they're angry because you didn't read their mind in the, in the right way fast enough. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. So uh, moving on, we have the, the techniques, I guess these are uh, once again, these are things that I have. I've looked them up on the internet because I'm dealing with this issue right now. So we're going to see you know, right along with, the the listeners whether these are actually helpful to to the degree that they solve the problem or not or if they're just things words and and meaningless platitudes but after you figure out the you know the tired hungry overstimulated thing you you need to uh, in my case it's a, a little easier because Jackson's like twenty five pounds but you just you restrain him you know you keep you stop him from hitting and you just calmly explain the situation. Uh, you know, tell them no hitting, tell them that's wrong. Tell, you know, whatever it is, however it is you want to put it. And even if there's, they're young enough that they're not going to get every word you say, they're going to get the gist of, of the message. They're going to understand that, the, you know, okay, I did that. That was wrong. Even if they once again, ignore you and, and don't learn the lesson the, from your tone, they will get whether they did uh, something, you know, good or, or bad. Uh, at that point, I, I say this, uh, this one's a more personal thing. Jackson will often hit me while I'm holding him in my arms. So I will, I, you know, I'll have to like put him down and just simply walk away, uh, like uh, ignore it. Uh, go ahead. So what you're saying is like a triangle hold is inappropriate. And that's something I think that's that the listeners need to be aware of. And, you know, not, you know, don't, don't, don't put your kids in a triangle hold or, you know, some kind well, of arm bar. You say that. I, I, in a previous episode, I had talked about how a good million dollar dream was the best way to, or maybe I said Cobra clutch at the time, but they're the same move. So I was saying how, if they won't behave in the correct way, slap them in a choke hold. And they'll either behave in the right way or they'll go to sleep. And I, if I didn't say it at the time, <laughs> um, I, I did want to say now that, that chalk that up to one of those things, listeners, that just it did not work out like I thought it would. Um, my, your child does not uh, react well to being choked unconscious and, and neither does your the, the mother or anyone watching. Uh, pretty much everybody uh, takes it in a negative way. So try not to put a sleeper hold on your kid when you're, you know, looking for disciplinary methods, because it's just, it's just a, a bad vibe all the way around. Uh, real quickly, uh, some people, not necessarily me yet, but you know, as they get to a certain age, you can just do timeouts, you know, like they know at that point, okay, hitting's wrong. I'm in timeout. Uh, and then lastly, Jackson loves to throw things. So, yeah, it, once again, if they're throwing just, uh, take it away, whatever it is they threw, you know, tell them why, and then tell them no. And then hopefully do that enough times with patience and repetition, you're going to get some success. At least that's what they tell me in all these books and Facebook uh, forums and whatnot that I keep reading. 
that's uh, all that I have as far as as violent baby behavior and, and ways to remedy that situation. Is there anything you had to add to it? Yeah. So there's um, you know, there's there's people that have spent or made entire careers out of um, you know, psychology, um, psychiatry. And, you know, care uh, focused towards, you know, uh, pediatric problems and challenges, you know, violent behaviors and things like that. And uh, if your child, if it's something that, you know, you encounter that, you know, um, somebody from your church, if you're religious and you want to use that kind of resource or somebody from your family, like an older um, or generation or two behind you, you know, your grandparents or somebody, you know, with some wise sage advice that can kind of help you get over that little hump, you know, that you're having with the child question, especially when it comes to, you know, hitting and uh, other like violent behavior, you know, sometimes you might have to go to the counselor route. Like I said, if the child meets the certain criteria, um, you can always reach out and use that as a resource. You know, there's various uh, there's various services, you know, paid and even I think nonprofit counseling services they offer in communities all over the place for kids that are just having a hard time adjusting or just, you know, having violent ideology or behavior. And uh, it's it's never it's never a bad idea to ask for help, especially if you feel like you're getting in over your head or you might sacrifice your parenting uh, values if this violent behavior keeps going on in the household, you know, because it's going to start to spill over and affect other people in the house too. I think it's really important, you know, to come together as a family and support that, you know, that child who's um, having a hard time adjusting. Uh, Well, once again, you took that well beyond, you bring a lot to the podcast. I I do these just sprinkling uh, of, of words on topics and you just do a deep dive into, into it and give just the real important nugget. um, Just like, the diamond in, in my, in my rough, so to speak. And I do dig that. I more am about the, uh, well, first and foremost, I'm always about the humor of the topic. If I can find it uh, anywhere in there, but I do try to give, you know, what I would assume to be helpful information. And the listeners, we do have, you know, all jokes aside, we do have a decent amount for a, a podcast that just started out, but they are silent. Uh, as 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 tombs, they do not do anything in the form of communicating. And I think maybe that was because I said that early on, I was like, write in if you want, we'd love to hear from you, but we're never going to read it on the podcast. And just uh, listeners, you know, things change. <laughs> maybe, maybe we will read those one day, who knows. But my point is that uh, <laughs> well, they never say anything. They never yeah. complain, they never send any messages. So I just assumed that they all love everything I say and that they agree with everything that comes out of my mouth. And I think that that's pretty, that's probably the safest way to look at it and the smartest way and the most logical way, because I know that I spit just gems of fantastic wisdom. Right. Every time right, we turn exactly. these mics on. Oh, I'm sorry. Exactly. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. I'm disagreeing with you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm in your corner hundred percent. And, you right know, on. but every now and again, you know, feedback is, uh, you know, an important resource to kind of keep you I would say, in check. It is. I would, I would not, I would not hate a little, a little feedback. Yeah. Maybe that's something that could work towards, uh, work towards that, you know, at a later point. And you could even segue into another episode about the time where you subdued this toddler that was high on PCP and had a switchblade, and, you know, but you did it in a loving, caring fashion, no triangle holes, no violence. The baby stayed out of the prison system. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, it was, it was touch and go for a little bit, but I will, I will share that story at a later date. It has a happy ending. 
<laughs> very sad beginnings, but very happy endings. And right. I still have the scars to to prove that it happened. Uh, dangerous know. baby. Don't fool yourself. Oh, yeah, you get in a knife fight, you're going to get cut. It's just yeah, it's just no matter like they 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 talk about it on them or they show it in the movies like oh knife fights aren't no big deal but oh. everybody gets cut in a knife fight oh yeah the, it's, it's the not winner it's, the loser everybody gets cut in a knife fight it's yeah, never it's a never good pretty. thing yeah it's no, not like a gunfight at the OK Corral where you shoot the other guy before he shoots you no <laughs> you could get cut real bad and still win just stay away from knife fights with children of all shapes and sizes because they have no remorse. Oh, yeah. Safety first, folks. Safety first. Yes. And safety <laughs> in, at, at this point means just don't get knife outs with kids because they will fuck you up. Uh, so <laughs> I, I, I waffled back and forth this this whole time we were talking about whether or not to go into the, the other segment that we had planned. And I guess I'm going to go ahead with it just because I don't have anything to replace it off the top of my head. Uh, this is one of those that we love to do where we debate the uh, then and the now. Uh, where as far as the music scene, the rock music scene in America, and we we come with you, we come to you with the top-rated songs of the week from the year that oh, I guess in this case is just going to be. Unless did you do any of this? Did you do this for yourself? I you know I did, and I'm bringing that back up um, right now. As far as like the Billboard chart tarting chart, I had that. Okay. It's sometimes it's really English hard to chart. find. Yeah, yeah, sh- chart topping songs either in the pop or rock genres and um i i came up with um if, i'll tell you what if you want to give me a second i'll pull that up and if you right want i'll go first, ahead with mine because yeah. i have something okay, to catch great. people up on uh for those of you keeping score at home you may or may not care about the, all those weeks that i had one plan and then didn't but this week it was and we'll just start with this one this week was uh i love rock and roll by joan jett they retook the number one spot in the, the rock charts at Back in, in my day, back in 1982, rock was still a big deal. And this song actually came up, came up to number one and then lost the, the, the spot to uh, a band or a song that's, that's escaping me at this point. But then a couple of weeks later, retook the number one, the number one spot in the charts. And they were up against Follow You by Imagine Dragons, uh, which was the top or the, the most highly rated rock-ish song of 2001 for at least the the this week in april and it was dis- it's always disappointing to me when the song that you know the songs aren't equally um i don't know what they're not equal in stature for for uh, lack of a better way to put it uh, there's no way that imagine dragons has a song that would compare to i love rock and roll and that's not even a, a favorite song of mine at, at one point or another we had that on and I chose against it. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's not a, a banger by any means, uh, but it's better than anything that I've heard by Imagine Dragons. Not to say that they're not a great band and that people love them, but I I, I didn't love them. Uh, at least in most most everything I've heard so far, I didn't love. But uh, real, I'm just zooming right through this because I've got a couple others. But yeah, if you were wondering, the 80s won again. It's I love rock and roll taking the spot this time around, and I'm having a hard time. I think that the the nineties or uh, the nineties or two thousands have won maybe one time. I know that all time low won one time, but the same song lost like uh, previously, just like uh, I love rock and roll. So that was interesting. Anyway, 
Uh, let's see. We have the uh, ones that I missed. We we had uh, the Human League. They were the uh, most highly ranked song uh, band at one point or another in 1982, sometime in April. I don't. I didn't keep track of specifically what week, but the Human League was going up against uh, Greta Van Fleet. It was uh, Don't You Want Me against the Heat Above, and there's no better song. Uh, in my mind than a good 80s song and don't you want me took the uh took the the spot here and and i just want to add that this is all uh, opinion though very strong uh, well backed by countless hours of listening to to 80s uh, to rock music across all the ages so you know you could say that i'm a bit of a subject matter expert yeah, dick clark and you know casey case i'm and all those all those famous DJs, you know, like Casey Kasem and Dick Clark and all those famous DJs yeah, that yeah. were still I'm doing the- radio spots, you know, back then. You know, they helped a, a ton with, you know, making the culture, you know, bigger and broader and, you know, being able to reach more people. You know, there's folks. I, I wish we had one of those now. You know, they would they would be a good voice in the rock scene to to spread that yeah. word. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, uh, Human League won. And I know that that's probably not the, the best rock song, rock, 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 have, you know, as as you would uh, typically view it uh, but i just don't like greta van fleet i don't like the lead singer's voice uh, he tried they tried too hard to be led zeppelin and yeah. no one's led zeppelin so yeah uh, we're gonna go with human league on that one and i think i had one more if i don't find it real quick though you're not gonna miss it because uh really who cares i'm not seeing it uh nope okay so I'm just going to go with those two. That's one that I missed, and that's this week's. And on both of those, the 80s uh, came out the winner. The uh, years changed for Dan. He was born, he's a 90s kid, so he does things from the 90s and the 2000s, uh, 2020 for, 2021 for me, 2000, I don't know, for his kid. It's not really important. He's not here right now. He'll tell us different when he comes back. Uh, oh, I, I see it now. Okay, at another date and time, I was supposed to tell you that the Scorpions, no one like you, uh, swept the pretty reckless, so it went right out of the house, um, because it's going to be really hard for any song nowadays to beat the Scorpions, no one like you. I, I'm sure that in your head now, listener, you're singing that song right along with me. It's actually trying. It's making it hard for me to speak because my brain is just like, "There's no one like you," and I, I just want to, <laughs> you know, talk instead. It's hard right. to ignore. Great song. Interesting so, fact yeah. about the uh, Scorpions. Yeah, so um, they were actually born men. Weird. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Did you? Uh, a, lot, a lot of people might not have known that. Yeah, but they were actually born. Uh, yeah, biologically uh, men. Yeah. Huh. So is that like is that like the birds? Like the birds were also men. <laughs> right. Oh, okay. Cool. I did. It's yeah. it's good. You know, you learn something every day, and I'm glad that you brought us a little fun fact there. Uh, yeah, I was exactly. hoping that uh, that that's what you were going to do, and you and you made me uh, super happy by coming through. Now that is the long and well, basically just the long of of my part of the segment. What do you got for us? Oh, you you know what? Everything that you said, I had forgotten already. Oh my gosh, I can't believe this. You know, I'm so embarrassed. I should have been uh, more organized than this. But uh, no, I'm, no worries, no worries. No. So, so what I got for um, 1981 is going to be the year I'm going to focus on right now. So you know, there's not much difference or anything like that. The, you know, some of the bands in '81 were still around. You know, in '82, and some of those bands started in the '70s or '60s. But what I got for uh, let's see, 
Uh, let's start with July. Anyone? Uh, Urgent by Foreigner was the chart oh, that's topper a good one. At the time. That's a good yeah. one. Yeah, uh, Burning for You by the uh, Blue Oyster Cult was uh, good number one. two there. Yeah, um, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers have A Woman in Love. It's not me. I heard that. Uh, one. Yeah, you know I'm not familiar with that one. I may have to bring that up and listen to it later. Um, let's see here. I do love Tom Petty. The Moody Blues. If you're a fan of them, um, you know it took me a little while to kind of. Uh, I don't know why, but I had a problem when I was younger. I got that band confused with the grateful dead i don't know why don't ask me why but i always got the moody blues mixed up with the grateful dead and i just you know think it's, it's funny that you mentioned that I, I had the same problem with the moody blues but it was somebody uh, the doobie brothers the moody blues and the doobie brothers they oh, just, really like i confused those two in my head right uh, but yeah those bands when when they go far enough back they they tend to blur together if you're not you know a fan and i'm not a huge fan of, of either of those bands i'm sure that the doobie <laughs> brother the uh shit what did you say <laughs> the moody blues, the, the moody the, blues. Yeah, the, i'm sure if, yeah, if the, there was the a song blues. that came on i'd be like oh, i've heard this one but i don't know who it is and you're like oh yeah that's the moody blues but yeah they uh as far as the doobie brothers i think it's just a song so yeah very limited on was, it when you go back that i was far. never a fan of uh michael mcdonald michael mcdonald just he didn't do it for me that's you know just like one of those rage inducing voices or like an octave that just, you know, uh, draws out insanity in some people. And it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's crazy. It'll, his music will have some people throwing screwdrivers at speakers or trying to pull, you know, pull their ears off their head. And it's just, it's terrible. Man, it's like nails, nails on a chalkboard. He's probably one of those that you either love or you hate. Mm-hmm. I was the podcast. <laughs> Uh, they, they love the guy loves him and i'm just like michael Mc- i don't know who you're talking about and then you'll sing something and i'm like oh yeah yeah michael mcdonald okay mm, hey, yeah i'm not rushing to spotify to play anything by michael mcdonald that's for sure so <laughs> those are some good songs from from the from the oldies what do you got to uh are they competing against something from from the nowadays yeah you know i didn't get that far into it and, and um when i was pulling up the information earlier I didn't find it, but let's, um, let's see. It's all right. It's your first time. So the fact that you didn't finish your homework, I'm not going to penalize you. I love uh, it. Oh, I love it. I get a pass. This, uh, this, uh, you know, it took me a while to really ease into this topic because I wanted to do something rock related, but mm-hmm. it was hard to get a grasp on what we were doing. The fact that you're picking from this week, but from the year that you were born, or your, you know, the year that your child was born, it's kind of hard to explain. And I feel like maybe one day it might morph into something that's a little bit simpler. But mm-hmm. at, at the same time, it might be something that morphs into into something that quits and, and dies. So who really knows? At this point, the the eighties are, you know, the eighties nineties are are well in advance. I don't remember off the top of my head how many we've done, but like I said, I think it's just one or two times that the the newer song won so it's not looking really good for for the music of uh, of our children's age they well, just you don't look have at all the, the grammys and all the, the the benchmarks and the uh the legendary artists that you know really blossomed during those decades during those times you know uh hip-hop was in its golden era in the 90s you know you had the creation of the sounds from the west coast and the northwest uh you know like 
the grunge sound, you know, the stuff that really encapsulated teenage angst and things like that. For you sure. Know, the, yeah. the, I mean, from the early, the early, you had Nirvana, you had Tupac, uh, you had Snoop Dogg in the early years. Then at the end of the nineties, you had, you know, 50 cent you had, I mean, for some people, this is going to be like a hip. Others maybe might complain, but you had like Limp Biscuit, you had Corn, you know, these really right. popular bands to spread out all through the nineties. And, you know, the same thing with the eighties, same thing with the seventies, there's just, uh, you know, classic, classic uh, groups just uh, spread out all throughout those years. And then as you right. get, you know, closer to, to our uh, current times, it's just, and not to say that there aren't good bands out there and good songs. I like a lot of new stuff, but for the most part, the things that are really classic are, are, you know, classic. Right. I don't know. Uh, I don't know what I was trying to say. It doesn't matter. I, for lack of a better word, the classic songs are classic because yeah. for a reason, I guess. And I'm not here to get into that in this particular time. We don't have the time for that, but it uh, is looking grim, uh, you know, to reiterate. <laughs> and I think that, that we'll probably just keep up with this segment as long as it, you know, amuses us to talk about it. Because if things don't change, you know, we're just going to have to call it. It's going to be one of those mercy kills where, where the other team scores so many runs that you have to end the game early. Uh, where, you know, they're going to they're going to laugh the, the later years. It's going to be sad. Mm. But that does bring us down here toward the end. I look up here and the, the clock tells me we have just under seven minutes remaining before it abruptly cuts us off. And I just wanted to throw the, the mic back to to you because you know you're a new you're a new guy on here but you got a pretty fascinating life and i just wanted to uh, allow you a couple of minutes here to to you know to do a little bit more of an in-depth introduction you know to let us know uh, you know not not any real details because we don't we've got you know if we've got right. 30 fans one of them is a psycho so we don't want right. to give out too much but you know just uh, introduce yourself to the people let them know who you are let them you know give them something to latch on to when it comes to our our possible new host okay yeah absolutely so uh, the short little gist of it is uh, i started becoming a father back in 2009 i did a stint in the military for a little while and i decided that i wanted to devote my time better to being a parent and i wanted to just go ahead and uh, i didn't re-enlist anymore and so when my time was up you know i decided to settle and try to find something a little more um, you know, a safe for, um, my family. And, uh, we grew up out East and, uh, raised, uh, raised two kids. And, um, as time has kind of went by, you know, we had some ups and downs, some changes, uh, to the family lineup along the way. And, uh, you know, currently I found myself to be like a single dad. So, you know, my oldest is 14 and my youngest is nine. And so, you know, we're going through the whole teenage or preteen years now, um, and some of those challenges and we can Sounds talk about terrible. that a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to get to talk about those in some later episodes, I think. And, uh, so I'm just really looking forward to, you know, bringing some saltiness there and maybe, uh, I don't know if I can find any sage advice or not, or something on the internet or something that, uh, uh, one of you guys might believe, uh, <laughs> but I'm going to do my best to make a good contribution to the, to the group here, as long as you'll have me. So, uh, it's, it's going to be fun. Right on. I do think, you know, we, we, we tend to, or we seem to, I guess is a better way to put it have a, a pretty decent uh, rapport, mm -hmm. but by and large, I think that you, what you bring to the table is an upgrade to the, to the podcast. We were really lacking when it came to uh, talking about things from an older uh, child's perspective. 
mm-hmm. and you bring us that, you know, in, in spades because you, you bring it to us with both of them and they're uh, separate enough in age that they're actually going to be sometimes encountering different uh, levels of, of problem. And that'll be interesting to, to follow along with, you know, hopefully the audience agrees with me and, you know, they uh, appreciate the filling out of our weak points. And we are only hoping to bring, you know, better product out and to give you more of what we think is, uh, you know, the most helpful and, and the most beneficial. Like I always say, you may not, you may not learn, but you'll definitely laugh. And uh, right. hopefully as we, as we grow and, and add, uh, you know, our new potential host, you will learn and you will be able to apply that and, uh, you know, make your own lives easier. Do you have anything you wanted to, uh, to throw out there before we say goodbye? Oh, no, no. Um, I, I think this is going to be, uh, this is this is going to be a wonderful adventure. I think for us, we're going to get out here and try to drum up some really good advice or some tips that we learned along the way, some hacks that are going to help out some, some uh, current parents and dads and some potential dads out there uh, with some things that they're going to run to along the way uh, during their children's lifespan. So, you know, some of it's going to work, some of it's not, you know, we, we failed as parents as much as we have succeeded, but, you know, at least you might have somebody that, uh, could give you an edge or give you a little tip or a pointer along the way in case you encounter some of these similar experiences. And uh, I think that's pretty much what I got to add. And, you know, Hey, I'm not an expert. I I, I don't get it right. You know, we're not experts. We're not paid professionals. You know, we're going to, we're going to mess up along the ways, but it's, you know, balls up into your court. What we bring to the table in short, it's just going to be left up to you to decide to see if it fits into your family or your lifestyle or not. Yeah, either we're going to tell you the right way to do it or the wrong way, and you can learn other ways. So, uh, yeah. you know, hopefully uh, you can take that and, and improve things on, on your end. So uh, with that, we do appreciate, once again, you guys joining in. We appreciate the time you take out of your lives or, the, you know, the way you enhance your life with this podcast. We hope that it, it makes your day of mowing or driving or working or what have you that much better. And we hope that as a result, you want to share this and, and spread the word and tell all your friends and all your dad uh, compadres and let, you know, be there as we grow and, and get bigger. And I did find a real quickly, I did find a place that's uh, going to give me a good deal on t-shirts, but you're going to have to give me some feedback out there to let me know that there's a, a point, you know, a reason to go forward with that because I'm not going to bother with, uh, you know, looking in and, and designing things or what have you, if there's not going to be a couple of you out there that want it. So let me know if that's something you guys are interested in. And other than that, once again, thanks for joining us, Sam. And uh, hopefully uh, you're able to, you've got a really busy schedule. So hopefully you're able to carve out the time to join us. And even if you don't show up every time, it would be kind of a cool little special thing when you do uh, uh, find the, you know, the time. So with that, uh, you know, this is Corey and, uh, and that's Sam. And, and, you know, we appreciate you guys coming in and we will check you later. Absolutely. Thank you for having me again. And uh, you guys have a great night. I want you to know it's over. Well. Bye. You smell that, Bill? Smells like someone died. Speak, child, speak. (laughs) Use your words.